So it seems like uh, maybe Devontae Graham will carry LaMelo Ball in his pouch to start the season. Yeah, and that'll be the best case because LaMelo needs someone to carry him around in a pouch for a while. He's he's very raw. He's not ready to be a kangaroo himself. Also, I feel like James Borrego. Maybe Michael could... Jordan will carry him around in a pouch. Well, he did That's move the... into, you know, he moved into Michael Jordan's uh, high rise in Charlotte. Did he really? Yeah, he did. So Michael Jordan's over here smoking a thousand cigars and drinking yeah. scotch and just Lamelo's like, right. going to be calling the land. Lamelo's going to be calling the super on Jordan. He's like, keep it down, old man. We got a game tomorrow. <laughs> Jordan and, and uh, Lamelo are probably uh, playing one on one right now, and Jordan's like up nine to two and be like, "You suck, young blood." Dude, <laughs> you that's suck. what I want. Just completely destroying his confidence, like he did with Kwame. The fact that we don't get any footage of like we because you know what happens, you know, every once in a while, Jordan comes down to the facility and will play one on one against somebody. But the reason that we don't get the videos, Adam, is because Jordan loses. Oh, I think that's he's old man. These are NBA players. I think NBA players will beat an old man. No offense to Jordan. I just except Kwame Brown. I think Jordan would beat most of the players on the Hornets roster. Do you really? I really do. So you think Jordan would beat Gordon Hayward right now? I didn't say that. I said most of the players, not their best player. Okay, fine. You think Jordan would beat... Hmm. You think Jordan would beat, like, those two Martins? There's so many Martins on the on the Hornets, man. There's Cody Martin. There's Caleb Martin. There's Kenyon Martin. There's a million Martins on. Is Kenyon the Martin Hornets. there too? No, no, he's he's not. But Kenyon Martin's son is in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, but he's on Houston. Okay, okay. But dude, there's two. I just, I I know this is bullshit, but I'm actually thinking about this now. You, which player do you think that Jordan would beat on the Hornets? I'm pulling up their roster right now. Uh, I think he would beat he, Lamelo. He certainly would not beat Bismack. Biombo. He certainly would. Uh, you think he would beat Bismack? Yes. Right now? Yeah. Dude. I don't think so. I think uh, if he did, I think that video would come out. He would but beat Vernon Carey. He would beat Nate Darling. He would beat Jalen McDaniels. I mean, <sighs> go out on a limb and say he'd beat both Martins. I don't think he would beat Devontae Graham or Gordon Hayward. I think it would be a close game. Jordan wins 11-9 against Malik Monk. He no. beats Nick Richards. Monk. He beats Grant Riller. He no. loses to Terry Rozier. He probably loses to PJ Washington, but it's close. And he destroys Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller destroys him. What are you talking? Cody Zeller's seven feet, and he's it's not even thirty yet. Well, Michael Jordan is Michael 70. Jordan. You know what the world needs is Cody Zettler versus Michael Jordan. What we need is, what the world needs is a tournament of the Charlotte Hornets versus their owner. This is all, like, you know how the NBA keeps looking for, like, these cool ways to, in, to increase ratings? That's what it would be. Put, like, we need to have all-star events of, like, legendary players that are not that old versus, like, modern guys that suck. Like, yeah. some, of the wor- some of the worst players in the current NBA who are still incredible, you know, by layman standards, Versus, like, I don't know, Dominique Wilkins. Until Magic Johnson breaks his hip. And then they're like, all right, we're never doing this again. <laughs> or he's like, yeah, someone dies. <laughs> um, there is, like, old footage of a one-on-one game with a retired Kareem Abdul-Jabbar against a retired Dr. J. And it's it's weird. But is it's it bad? Like, I, honestly, like, 
it's insanely like it actually i watched that and i'm like holy shit kareem because kareem is isn't kareem like 15 years older than dr j i don't know i don't think 15 no they both would have come out in like the they're probably close to the same age i'll look this up kareem was uh drafted i want to say 1969 and i believe that dr j came into the ABA in 1970. I'm looking it up right now. Julius Irving, age 70. All right. Kareem, age 73. Yeah. And, and Kareem, just, I don't know, just the, the, how he was so long. He was blocking these incredible shots and, um, it was just impressive to see a guy because he's like 50 in the video or something, you know, and he's still out there doing it. But yeah, we're going to have to write Adam Silver. I'll say, Adam, we have the same first name. Let's let's get to business. Um, speaking of let's get to business, I saw the other day that you had a list of of playoff teams. Is that what that was? Real quickly, I did want to I just wanted to ask, do you see the video? Uh, I think it was posted yesterday or the day before of D Wade playing his son Zaire one-on-one no how how, how'd it go it was dude you got to watch this video it's incredible was it close I don't know because there was some clear editing going on D Wade won and he really bodied like he bodied him like Zaire was talking a lot of shit like I don't want to spoil it and give away any of the best parts, but Zaire was like, congratulations. You won on all post-ups. Congratulations. And D-Way's like, you got a weak-ass jumper. I'm not giving you anything. And it's just like an incredible parenting video of him dominating his son and not letting him get any moment of glory and just infuriating him. And I'm probably going to make Zaire better. Absolutely. And I've watched it a hundred times. It's not an exaggeration. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Send that to me in the uh, Twitter. You are going to be no Adam. You are going to be mesmerized by it. It's 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 incredible. I'm excited to check it out. Anyway, that would be Cody Zeller versus LeBron versus Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Let's let's get to some of this playoff stuff. I'm I'm writing some of mine down right now, but I know yours is prepared. So, what do you want to do this year? You know, we have the play-in tournament. So, do you want to go your top ten in each conference, or do you want to stick to top eight for? Uh, Honestly, I I came in prepared with I only wrote out the East coming into the season and I and it and it was all like me. I really had no idea. And I also had no idea about the West. And so my opinions have already changed. I'm allowed to change opinions. Right. Because I, you know, I've seen, you know, I had the Warriors in the playoffs. I do not any longer have the Warriors in the playoffs. Um, You know how good the West is going to be. So I'm going to spitball it and I'm just going to I'm going to pick a top top eight or 10 in the East. And then you'll give me your reactions to it, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, dude, just before we even do it, I got to say that like the East is actually good. Dude. I can't do it, man. Because coming into the season, I had the Hawks at like, I think I had them at the eight seed. I, that's kind of around where I have them right now, but it's just cause like the, the nets leapfrog yeah. everyone. The so I'm Raptors not gonna... aren't as good as they were, but they're still still gonna be really good. And like Matt Thomas is now really good, and you know the Raptors haven't won a game yet, but they're gonna be fine. Yeah, uh, I I think the Pacers and, I, and I'll just I think the Pacers are gonna be very good. They've got Sabonis, who is 
playing unreal. Unreal, and he's still way younger than I think any of us give him. I think he's like 23 uh, or 24, maybe. He's fantastic. Uh, just one of the best. Him, Bam, Jokic are the evolution. You talk about evolution of basketball, man. That's yeah, the evolution real. right there. Um, so I, th- all right, I just give you my. I think it's terrible, but I don't really know how else to do it. So I'm going to go Bucks, Nets, Heat, Celtics. 76ers, Pacers, Raptors, Hawks, and I don't, I don't fucking know. What was I that? Eight? Was it eight? I don't know. You, you said here. Say it again. I'll, I'll count. You said Bucks. All right. I said Bucks, Nets, Heat, three, Celtics, four, 76ers, five, Pacers, six, six. Raptors seven, Hawks eight. Okay, interesting. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I uh, those are my same top eight in a slightly different order. I have the really Wizards. okay. That makes me feel that makes me feel better then. I have the Wizards and the Cavs at nine and ten for like the Cavs play-in. are looking good, man. Yeah, they really Sexland. Yeah, Sexland. <laughs> um, all right, mine is Nets, Bucks, Heat. Pacers, Sixers, Celtics, Hawks, Raptors. Yeah. That's, so, I mean, that's about – it's close to mine. I mean, I it's tough, right? Yeah, because, like, honestly, three through eight could be interchangeable. Call me crazy, but there could be a world or a future <laughs> where the Hawks are the have the third best record in the East, you know? It yeah, could happen. They're going to be, I mean, Trey Young is what we've been saying for years. It's just a dominant offensive force. And this and, is just perfectly yeah. tailored around him. Yeah. I mean, look at these, look at the shooters he's got around him, man. They're going to be terrible defensively, but they're going to be so good offensively that I think you're right. I just, it's not going to matter much. I think, I think they have the potential to just blow teams away and outscore them. And Trey Young's only, Trey Young's averaging 39 points. Per 36 right now. And, Good Lord. I mean, he's playing 31 minutes a game and they're three and oh, that's the best, best possible start to their season imaginable. Yeah. And the West is incredibly difficult. I mean, we both have Lakers number one, right? Yes. Unless they like, I just eventually a team like that will like not care about the regular season. So I, I could totally see a determined team like the Nuggets or the Mavericks um, or the Phoenix Suns just getting on a crazy run and winning the West in terms of, you know, record. But I, I do think the Lakers are the top seed in the West. Yeah. I'm uh, finalizing my top 10. Do you, do I didn't you have do one? one. I, I didn't do one because I just – it's so hard. I don't yeah. think we should have to do it. Uh, well, I don't I'll, know. I'll, I'll, I'll read mine and then we can kind of react to it. How's that? All right. Yeah. All right. And I'll kind of talk through this too a little bit. And we can kind of discuss Lakers are the best team in the NBA. Yeah. And they're going to win it all again. Yeah, probably. Uh, the Nuggets I have at number two, just because I'm a little worried about the Clippers and especially like seeing with seeing what happened when 
Like, I get you're missing your best player. And they have already beaten the Lakers, but they just got beaten by 50 points. Yeah, it was terrible. Like, 50 by a good Mavs team, but not a – like, they aren't even, like, full force right now. Yeah, they don't have, they don't have Porzingis. Yeah. And so they just lost by 50 to a really – like, a, a good team, but, like, 50 points, dude. Yikes. Yeah. I'm 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 worried enough that's, to have them at number three. That's Kawhi Leonard's MVP argument right there. Yeah, uh, number four, the Jazz. The Jazz are going to take a ton, a ton of threes, dude. And, yeah, and they always get off to a slow start, and then they just pick it up. Yeah, I just think that um, I really like kind of the sneaky roster construction they have right now. Um, Rudy Gobert, they're keeping around long term, but you know Bojan wasn't in the bubble. Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> Uh, has been really good so far. Dude, and Jordan Clarkson is a professional scorer. He, exactly. he's, he is amazing for them. And even like some of their, I think they're like surprisingly deep. Like Shaquille Harrison is a perfect fit for them. Just like this big combo guard that's going to lock you up. That's that's so jazz. Yeah, and know? they still have they still have George Yang, who I like. Yeah, they brought um, back Derek Favors. Yeah, they're... Do they still have Moutier? Um, no. No. Where did he like, end in, up? Insert Shaquille Harrison. Where did Moutier end up? Do you remember? I, I can look that up. I don't know if he's anywhere, honestly. He was okay for them last year. I figure he's got to be somewhere. Yeah. Let's see. Wait. Is he still in the Jazz? No. Yeah. He's nowhere, man. He's nowhere? Yeah. Wow. Unless gotta I'm think, making a mistake, but no, got to think he'll end up somewhere eventually. But yeah, I agree. The Jazz are, the Jazz are, they have a solid roster, and we saw Donovan Mitchell's explosion in the bubble. I don't think that that was an anomaly. I do no, think it was, but I do think it's going to take a little bit more time for him to kind of become that superstar that I think we believe he'll become. Yeah. Um, he's he. I mean, last night what he did against Oklahoma City, he was he had a he had a poor three quarters. And then he scored, I think, the final 12 points of the game and hit the game winner. I mean, they're they're also, like, doubling down at what they're best at. Quinn Snyder's like, okay, we're going to let it fly because we're the they were the best catch-and-shoot three-point team in basketball last year. Yeah. And so now they're like, all right, we found what we're good at, and now we're going we're gonna to be. And, and Rudy Gobert is turning more into a version of, like, the Orlando Magic's Dwight Howard, where – Surround him with shooters oh, and great yeah. playmakers. Yeah. And you got a really great coach. We both agree in Quinn Snyder. Yeah. One of the best coaches in the league. Absolutely. Eventually they're going to make that run to the Western conference finals. And yeah. it could be this year. It could be this year. I mean, people talk about how the nuggets made this insane run, but like the jazz went up on the nuggets three, one. Yeah. It should have, they, the jazz should have closed that out. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I think that the, the jazz, like, especially it's just one of those things when you think about records, sometimes I think like analytics, right? Like if a team is going to take and make more threes, which this roster clearly is built to do, they're going to beat more teams because they're going to score more points. And so the jazz are going to be a really hard team to beat. Uh, They're already elite defensively and they were like underrated offensively last year, but I think they're going to be better offensively. I think that they're, uh, they're like getting really good at recognizing their strengths and then using them uh, to, to win games. 
Number five of the Dallas Mavericks. I don't think they're there yet. Uh, I'm concerned about the health of Porzingis. I love the Josh Richardson pickup. Uh, I think that like that's such a win-win to get Seth Curry alongside Ben Simmons where you can create more space around him. But the Mavs needed a really good defender. Well, they got Josh Richardson and they added Jalen Brunson, who was out last year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm surprised to hear you think Dallas is – and I understand that um, the West is loaded and the East Dallas could easily be a contender for the one seed. But I do believe this year – Dallas is still a contender for the one seed because this team is built for the regular season. You've got the early season coming into the year, the favorite to win MVP and Luca, and he's not winning MVP unless they have an incredible regular season. Yeah. And I just think this team is built for the regular season. And I'm not saying they're not built for the playoffs, but they're still too young. They're not going to beat the Lakers. I don't think they beat the Clippers. I don't think they beat the Nuggets in the playoffs, but I I think, I think this is going to be an incredible regular season team that I wouldn't be surprised to see fighting for the one seed just because I just moved every- the jazz up or jazz down to five maps up to four. You sold me. Did I really? Yeah, you did. Well, I also, I just think on almost every Look single at my invisible occasion, notebook, I see it. Look at that. It's beautiful. I think on almost every single occasion, Luka Doncic is going to be the best player on the entire floor on yeah. almost every single night. And I think in the regular season, it's like the Giannis effect. Giannis is the best player on the floor almost every single night. That's why they finished with the best record in the NBA the last two years. I think that's going to be a very similar thing for Luca. I don't think they get past the second round, but I do think I think they're vying for the number one seed. I think this is going to be a crazy good year for Dallas in terms of regular season victories. Okay. I love it. I, uh... And that's me copping out, by the way, like saying vying for the one seed and not actually saying it. So <laughs> if they end up with like the seven seed, I can be like, yeah, you know, I was a little off. I said they'd vie. Yeah, they'd vie. They're vibing. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I agree with everything you said. And so they're more talented than the Jazz. So I, I will move them up above the Jazz. Uh, number six, the Blazes. Wow, I thought you were in Phoenix there. Interesting. Yeah, and it's, it is really tricky because, like, my number 10, I think, is frankly a little overrated. But my six through nine is pretty interchangeable. Right. And not to say my number 10 is a bad team. We'll get to that. Uh, but the Blazers, Nurkic is going to be healthy all year. He's a really important playmaker, and I think he is in that like Sabonis, Bam, Jokic conversation as far as like someone you can legitimately use as a uh, Jokic is the primary playmaker, but all those other guys are like pretty good secondary playmakers, and that creates a lot of matchup problems. And then uh, I, I love the Robert Covington pickup. I'm cons- I'm really concerned about the depth. Uh, I think. I especially like in the backcourt. And I don't think it's a lock that the Blazers make the playoffs. Uh, I think that, and especially because a team that I don't have in my top 10, but a team that looks like they might be back in the mix is the San Antonio Spurs. And so when you look at, you know, after that five, frankly, there's a dramatic cutoff. Yeah. Where teams like Sacramento even come into play. And I, exactly. I don't know. And I don't even know where they like Sacramento could finish at the sixth seed. They could finish as the 11 seed. I don't yeah. really know. I don't the know. 12, what, you know, or De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox is, he's a star. Like he's a, he's a yeah. fucking stud. Buddy healed rules. Marvin Bagley is healthy and he's playing really well. Like they're yeah. a fun team. Yeah. They're, they're just fun is, is the right word. Tyrese for Halliburton's maybe been the best rookie to start the season. The tip in Buddy healed had to beat the nuggets was just so fun. And I lost money on that too because I, I had a uh, that night. I think I had a Pacers and Nuggets parlay money line for both, and 
gosh yeah. darn it. I, I took but the, it was on, uh, the Nuggets on that one, and I was, I was shocked. But I wasn't even mad. It, it was like Ron Burgundy. No. I'm not even mad. Oh, I'm no, impressed. exactly. It's, good. it's fun <laughs> basketball. Yeah. Um, the, so seven, I have like a little question mark next to because I just don't know if James Harden's still going to be there. But right, yeah. here's, here's the, my, my thing on the Rockets. They're a better team than last year if James Harden buys in. Like, I believe in the roster construction so much more than I did last year. Like, it's going to hurt not having Robert Covington. But as you know, I do think John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins have something left in the tank. And even if they can be 80% or 75% of the players they were, like, that's good. And also, I think think Christian Wood is better than any other player they had last year outside of James Harden. I completely agree. And I also he's a, think he's a like stud. in, in James Harden and Christian Wood have magical chemistry already. Already. Yes. Two yeah. Games in. And so, you know, you look at that Rockets team and if they're all like, Hey, let's, let's, let's do this. And James Harden's like, I'm going to stay and let's, let's win together. And John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins clearly still have chemistry from their uh, Kentucky days. That's a yeah, team that could jump back. all the way up to the four seed. I have them at the seven because you just don't know with you don't know don't what's going to happen, right? We have no idea. Because if James Harden's gone, I don't know if they're even a playoff team. But if James Harden's there and like committed, they're probably like I don't want to say probably, but very legitimately in the top five in the West conversation. I told you last or two weeks ago that I thought James Harden will never suit up for them again, and I was wrong as hell. Like. He's suiting up and he's playing incredible basketball to start the season, which, you know, when he plays, he's incredible. That's just yeah. a fact. Yeah. Um, I agree with you hundred percent. This is a team that if he stays somehow all year and his new, his newfound chemistry with Christian Wood, their little pick and roll or Christian Wood cutting to the cut, cutting to the free throw line. And all of a sudden they've got like a four on three happening. Like that's worked out really well so far to start the season. I, if they buy in, I agree with you. They could go from anywhere from like, the seven or eight to not even making the playoffs to all of a sudden a top four seed. Yeah. And like, dare I say, I mean, this is the best chance they've had in a few years and they had some really good teams in the last few years, but like, here's the problem with small ball. I think of it like an elite pitcher, right? Like, let's say you have this guy who can throw 101 miles or all this Chapman. He can throw it 102 miles per hour. Right but what if he doesn't have any breaking ball pitches, then, you know, the fastball is coming and it might be the best fastball in the league, but eventually you're going to run into someone who can hit the fastball. And that's kind of what the Rockets were like. Eventually they ran into Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Like that's what always, well, even like last year, especially is the team I'm talking about where it's like, eventually they ran into the Lakers who can play small ball with big players. Right. Yeah. And there's LeBron at the four. Exactly. And so like, that's a problem with teams like the Mavs, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Nuggets, just because they're so much bigger, you know, but like this, this Rockets team, DeMarcus Cousins is going to be able to stand up to just about any big in the NBA. John Wall looks healthier than he has in years. And he hasn't played in years. So that's an easy thing to say. Um, (laughs) But, and then, you you know, you still got Eric Gordon and uh, Gerald Green just won't go away. They have former, they have former house. The team's kind of solid, you know, like we haven't even seen uh, them at, at full force yet. 
but they're they're running out former bull David Nawaba. And with, I like Nawaba with Sterling Brown out there, who's no longer a Milwaukee Buck. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, was I watching just, a fantasy football championship last night, but did you uh, watch the uh, the Nuggets Rockets at all? Nuggets Rockets. Yeah. Oh, I thought you. Yeah, of course I did. I was not watching Josh Allen because I needed like fifty points from him, and I knew I wouldn't get it. So I I watched the Nuggets. Uh, yeah, I watched James Harden uh, play really well in the first half, and then I watched uh, Nikola Jokic just dominate the entire second half. Yeah, the, the Nuggets win that game by thirteen. But also Murray well, was hitting those Murray was hitting those step back fadeaways that he was hitting in the bubble. So that was fun to watch too. That makes them very dangerous when he's doing that. But yeah, yes. I mean, there's no John Wall, no Eric Gordon, no Demarcus Cousins, and so those are probably like your third, fourth, and fifth best players behind Harden and Christian Wood. And so, you know, yeah, the Rockets are zero and two, but. I very much believe in that roster. And once they get those guys back, it's going to be a huge yeah. step forward. And their, uh, their first two games are against tough teams. So I, yeah. I think they're going to, if James Harden stays, I think they're a playoff team pretty easily. And I think they could be much better than that as well. Uh, number eight, I have the Phoenix suns. I think it's time for them to get back in the playoffs and somehow they're going to get in. Um, I think they're going to be higher than the eight. I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be a pretty, What's the word I'm looking for? A pretty locked in playoff team. Like I, I'm not really concerned about them making the playoffs, and maybe that's foolish of me because they are the Phoenix Suns after all. But they're just—I just think they're too good and too talented to not be kind of a lock for at least making the playoffs. The, if not, the more being I think a about top it, six I kind of think the Blazers are going to miss the playoffs. <sighs> it's hard for me to think that because Damian Lillard is such an incredible player, and. Gary Trent's been incredible so far to start the season. I think he's second in their second on the team in points for them, at least per 36. Um, they have such a good starting five that I, I can't, I, but then again, you're right, dude, because there's so many teams in the West. Someone's yeah. got to miss out. Someone's got to miss. Yeah. And, and, and it just comes down to that depth and like all it's going to take, like, I guess Portland's very fragile to me. All it's going to take. It's only 72 games. Like God forbid, Damian Lillard is out for a month. That's Which he all did it last was, year. Yeah. That's all it would take for them to miss the playoffs. I agree. Or CJ McCollum. But if you or lose, God forbid, but a garden, God forbid, Chris Paul gets injured too. Then maybe yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. It, it's going to be crazy. And you know, it's impossible to speculate on injuries, but the Blazers are very fragile. I'm nervous about them, but yeah, the Suns are going to be super exciting. I'm, I'm so high on Deandre Ayton. Yeah. Uh, Devin Booker. Is, He's like he's played unreal. kind of poorly to start the year, DeAndre Aiden. But I mean, he's he's just so big and talented. He's gonna eventually just overpower everybody. It's, that's it, and it's the him. Chris Paul effect. This guy made Tyson Chandler look like Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> he did, yeah. And David West was, you know, incredible. I mean, David West was incredible without Chris Paul. David West I, turned into Carl Malone. You know who's been great to start the year has been uh, two of the young players for uh, Phoenix and uh, Cameron Johnson and McCall Bridges. They've both been incredible. This is a pretty low. I wouldn't say loaded, but this is a pretty stellar roster that they have, and they yeah. they're not they're not like three guys deep anymore. They're like seven, eight, nine guys deep. And um, I mean, I, I don't want to get carried away, but I liked what I've seen from rookie Jalen Smith, who came in out of Maryland, and he's like six ten, and he's already playing at the wing as opposed to in the front court. And so I'm I'm really enjoying what I've seen from him so far. Yeah. This is just a really good team with a lot of talent and the one or two years they're going to get out of Chris Paul is going to have a hell of an effect on Devin Booker for the rest of his career. Yeah. Beautifully said. 
Uh, number nine, a team that I, uh, th- they're actually the best they've been defensively in, in maybe since their existence, uh, or at least since Anthony Davis left. Uh, but the New Orleans Pelicans, they certainly have my attention. And, uh, you know, they played a really tight game against the Miami Heat on Christmas. And uh, they're, they're another team that quietly did a good job uh, this past offseason. And I, I, I'm certainly wondering what the ceiling is for this group because Zion Williamson is he's playing 35 minutes a game. He's finally is, playing basketball. Yeah. And that's what we all wanted. And Lonzo Ball, I don't know. I, I just still don't know with him. But me too. I'm, I'm not. I just. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I. I do think that the players around him. It, it makes sense, and I think that the biggest pickup for them was just getting Stephen Adams. That's a legit yeah. center, and he. That's going to allow uh, Van Gundy to, to to do a lot of the things he likes to do with his bigs. The it's amount of offensive Howard. rebounds. Yeah, the offensive rebounds on this team are going to be. It's going to yeah. be wild. They're going to be just a really tough team to uh, play because you just don't have much you can exploit. You know what I mean? You don't have much to attack. Steven Adams is solid. Zion Williams. It's funny. It's funny to think about how like Steven Adams and Zion Williams, Zion Williamson are like brick walls, like literally like they're the strongest guys in the league probably. And then you've got Brandon Ingram, who might be the skinniest guy in the league, yet he's one of the most deadly scorers, and he's just like 23 years old. And yeah. Brandon Ingram's averaging, I don't know, maybe you have the stats in front of you. I'm pretty sure he's averaging like 7 or 8. 26.7 points per game. Assists, though. He's averaged like 7 or 8 assists per game to start the year, right? 6.7. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. He's become a great passer. And his, have you seen Brandon Ingram's handle? It's I, I I would compare it to Chris Middleton in terms of growth, except Chris Middleton took like seven years. Brandon Ingram's got a filthy handle and he's just getting better and better. Like the seal, you asked what the ceiling is. I think the ceiling in a couple of years is this is a Western conference finals contender, right? Like yeah, this absolutely. is a, this is one of the best teams in the NBA. In it a could be in years. two years. Yeah, absolutely. Mavs Pelicans in two years or yeah, Mavs, why not? Pelicans or, Nuggets, you know, Grizzlies, <laughs> like, you know, the Grizzlies are my 10. Dude, I, I'm just blown away by like the nine through like twelve in the West is like amazing teams in the East. And no yeah, offense to the yeah. East, but they're like right there in contention for top four. I just don't think the Grizzlies are there yet. And uh Jaws, yeah. but Jaws Jaws pretty incredible. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, but like so are the other nine teams I have ahead of them. Yeah. Yeah. And and so it, and that's where it's like tricky. I'm not knocking them at all. But they're they don't have Jared young. to start the year. And like all the teams I have ahead of them, uh, even if they are a young team, they have some really important uh, good veterans. And Ja, hopefully that ankle's okay, but it looked kind of nasty yesterday. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a sprain. I shouldn't say just a sprain, but it is a sprain, correct? It's not like a, he's not going to be out for a super long amount of time, I hope. I, uh, I'll go check Roto right now, but I haven't seen any uh, – any substantial reports yet. Let's see. Uh, when I saw the tweet yesterday, they were saying they're going to do a x-ray, maybe a fracture. Okay. Uh, Morant could be looking at an extended absence and Jones and Kyle Anderson will likely handle the point guard duties as long Oof. as he's out. Um, yeah, that'd be, that'd be bad. If he's out for an extended amount of time, then, then they're done for the playoffs. They're done for everything and might as well tank and try to get Cade Cunningham. 
Yeah. I think that's what any team, any, yeah, I can't imagine. No, that's why I think they should try for it. I mean, obviously that's they're they're But they're too good to tank. They're too good to tank, but if they don't have John Morant, then why not just tank? But whatever. Um, but that might be enough to knock them out of the playoffs a week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If John, I think if John misses any amount of time, they don't even sniff the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. My honorable mention is, uh, the San Antonio Spurs in going away is just not something they do. Uh, uh, they didn't make the playoffs technically last year, but DeMar DeRozan seems to be taking what's taking what what's given to him. And uh, he's he's taken more threes. Deontay Murray's out here with his triple doubles. Uh, they just gave a huge vote of confidence to Derek White. Yeah, you know, he's their he's their he's their star. Yeah, they're they're really solid, man, and they're they're doing Spurs things. You know, I love I love me some Lonnie Walker. That guy is fun. Yeah, he's a freak athlete. He's become a better ball handler. He's shooting the three better. He's super young. Kelvin Johnson, they love out of Kentucky, like. Devin, I love Devin Vassell, the other Florida State stud outside of Patrick Williams. This Fuck, isn't man, sustainable, the first, the first but they have seven players. What'd you say? This isn't sustainable, but they have seven players averaging more than 10 points per game, and that's kind of like who the Spurs are. That is very Spursy. Very Spursy. And this has been very running with a bullsy. Do you have anything yeah, else been. to say? Um, No, I'm hungry. What should I eat? I should eat something, right? Mm, well, what do you have? I, I don't know. I'm sitting in my car. I, here's what I have. Some Sour Patch Kids. I think you can oh, do that, better than that. You know me. I can't do better than that. Are you kidding? That's a good point. You can't. Eat those Sour Patch Kids and then cry yourself to sleep. Fuck yeah. And then tonight, though, we got a little uh, Tyler Hero versus Giannis. Perfect. Set an alarm for that. Wake up in time to watch that. And then cry after that game's over. And, and the tears will be extra salty from all the sodium in the Sour Patch Kids. Absolutely. That's oh, a man. win-win. Oh, it's a win-win-win-win-win. Absolutely. So we made it to Season 7, folks. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you made it all, all the way through our uh, Season 7 premiere, uh, you know. They did. They did. They're still here. They're still here. And we're still here. All right, folks. Ready with the Bulls Podcast. See you next time.